Welcome to the Lord of Love podcast, where we believe that self-healing is a spiritual journey and your success on that path is inevitable. I'm an expert self-healing guide, a mentor for women who are on their life transformation journeys. I'm also a success coach and a deep advocate of plant medicine, which I talk about a lot on the show. But the Lord of Love podcast isn't about me. It's about helping you move one step closer to your dream life and creating the reality you deserve. Whether you are healing chronic illness, childhood trauma, financial blocks, or you just want to love yourself more in this lifetime, you're in the right place. Join me every week as we talk about spiritual principles, conscious life creation, and success strategies to expand your mind, heal your heart, and bring you back home to yourself. Okay, here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lauren of Love podcast. I'm extra excited today because I just figured out how to properly adjust my audio levels. (laughs) Episode 312, everybody. We figured it out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to lower this down just a little bit because I think it's going to be really actually pretty hot. Um... Yeah, hello, my gorgeous family. Welcome. I'm feeling so connected to you today, and I'm really excited to say hi and jump on and ask you, how are you doing? Like, can we take a minute to like just check in with ourselves and be like, hey, how how am I doing right now? How am I feeling? Um, it's like it's interesting because I was talking about this in an email I sent out to our Soul Portal members that every single like month of March where like you're transitioning out of February and into the March season is always very very difficult for me and then when daylight savings time hits it's kind of like this like full body like okay like something has shifted but it's been really challenging like I don't know if you've been feeling this way but like the days leading up um to the full moon and then into this reset of our calendar and clock adjustment it's just been like a weird it's been a weird energy I've been moving through a lot of different things and some of them I can describe to you and we'll talk a little bit about in this episode other things I'm like what is happening (laughs) like what the heck is happening and I have to remind myself of this truth sometimes and I just share this for anybody who is navigating this as well sometimes what you're moving through you don't understand and you're not supposed to understand that's why you don't understand it you know like I have to take a minute and be like all right I'm stressed I'm anxious I'm cranky I'm overwhelmed I have no idea why but I'm not supposed to understand it or else I would you know and like sometimes that moment of permission where we just give ourselves to be like we give ourselves this permission to just say okay I am where I am and that's all that I am and this will pass and I'll understand it at a different point and right now maybe my job is just like learning how to meet my needs in this state rather than trying to get out of this state you know when I'm anxious how do I meet my needs when I'm sad how do I meet my needs when I'm lonely how do I meet my needs and 
And can I spend more time, maybe let's, let's phrase it like this, can I spend less time trying to get out of the tough energy I'm in? And can I spend more time trying to understand specifically what this energy is and how I can meet it with my own personal ability and by communicating my needs, right? So, so I've been going through this. If anybody else has, congratulations, welcome. <laughs> we're all part of a family here, so I'm sure we're feeling very similar things. But it's been, it's been hard. Um, I just actually, as I am recording this intro for you guys, I just got off of a therapy session call with my husband and I's therapist. We both go to a, um, a beautiful woman virtually. Her name is Crystal. And she holds like just the best space for us to communicate and to grow and to um, get the support on deepening our relationship. It's a decision we made this year and um, it's just been really beautiful. I think a lot of relationships are, people are kind of embarrassed to talk about therapy. They're like, oh, you don't, we're going to therapy. Like, you know, I'm like, oh my God. But I'm actually like, I, I'm celebrating it and I'm enjoying it. I think it's a really beautiful process and it's allowing us to understand each other and to meet our needs more effectively. And so I, when I found this therapist, I, I made it clear to her like, hey, I we would like somebody to meet with so that we can grow together. This isn't because our relationship is doomed or because we're in the most difficult, tense situation that we can't get out of. It's because we want to expand into even more joy and intimacy. And so we've been working together, but like obviously anytime you set these intentions for yourself of like how you want to grow, I tell this to my heel students all the freaking time, the minute you set your intention, all your shadow comes up. Like that's just what happens. So I set this intention with my partner for Matt and I to have deeper intimacy. And I've been really facing the challenges and the difficulties that have kind of been, you know, maybe buried beneath the surface that aren't even our relationships issues, but they're issues that we each carry from our past relationships. So um, yeah, it's just it's just been really beautiful. We got off this beautiful call and um, it's the, the issue of heaviness that I've been feeling and uh, you'll learn about this this week actually. So wait, let me just, let me tell you what's going on. Let me, my dogs are going crazy in the background, but let me tell you like what's been happening. So I've been growing and expanding and stretching myself in my spiritual facilitation and deepening my relationship with plant medicine and ceremony work and spiritual practice. And my partner doesn't do any of those things. And so maybe you can relate. Maybe this is something that you understand yourself where like you grow and you stretch and you change and you expand and then your partner feels in your perspective sometimes as if he's just staying the same. And it can create a real challenge and conflict because when we're going really deeply within ourselves and we're we're expanding into becoming, you know, more intimate with our own hearts, we want to be able to experience that intimacy with the one that we love the most, the partner that we share life with. And it can be very challenging because it almost feels like you're in two different dynamics or two different worlds and like how do you how do you meet these two in a way when 
your partner isn't speaking these same languages. So we've been navigating this work together for the last four and a half years, probably even more, I would say, maybe since 2015 when I started my personal development journey. And as I've gone to grow and expand and evolve, I've had to learn more deeply about what unconditional love is and how to hold safe space for us to deepen in a way that might be totally different from the way I am deepening with my own personal self. So there's a lot to unpack here and I think a lot of women struggle with this. But what I'll say, the thing that has been really hard on me is that when I go and I do this spiritual work and these ceremony containers and I, you know, I'm coaching people in the depth and intimacy of their own hearts and it's like just the most deep spiritual work I've ever done and I do this work virtually of course but then when I do it in person it's like a whole another level excuse me my family can you guys keep it quiet please <sighs> and then I come home and I feel the contrast you know it's like if you've ever been to like a personal development treat retreat and you crack your heart open and then you go home and like have to integrate into the world of your regular life I'm doing this regularly like over and over again and it's become very difficult and it's created a lot of exhaustion a lot of um, sadness a lot of disconnect that that I have to study and understand and learn like why why do I feel this separation so deeply and how do I integrate so that I can bring the medicine of spirituality into my home and into my life and into my partnership more deeply so I've been studying this right of course and it can take a lot out of my body so I've been very exhausted and um, doing my best to kind of meet those needs in a deep way and I know I'm rambling here but I feel like there's medicine coming through for people who are listening to this dialogue in some way shape or form so i hope that this is really speaking to you if you're here and just letting you know that you're not alone and navigating these situations and these things right so i've been tending to my body and it's been really beautiful i spent the whole weekend um, in deep spiritual practice clearing out my house like please guys like spring season is here with the reset of the, the clock like reset your home you know I, I cleaned I dusted I organized I set up my whole office space elevated things in just such a new way um, and I, I really invite you to do the same for your own environment it's just so good to do that so I did that reset everything and I feel like a whole new woman and then we had this therapy call today and I just feel like there's so much energy moving and it took me you know a good week and a half to like go through some heavy energy be a little confused about why it was coming up and what it was there for and now I'm on the other side and I can understand this is this was here to teach me more deeply how to love myself and how to nourish myself and and be an advocate for my own self-care and healing <laughs> I got some musicians over here helping me out Okay, so here's what's up, ladies and gentlemen, all my family community members, La Familia of the Instagram. I want to let you all know about the magic that's happening before we dive into today's episode, which is so super juicy. We're talking today, by the way, about the body and bank connection. And I'm really excited to have this channeled conversation with you because we just opened doors to our program, Body and Bank. It is a DIY program 
three and a half hours of study complete with slides and a journal workbook for you to dive in more deeply. We are talking about the energetic connection between our bank accounts and our physical wellness. And this is an energy connection, almost if you can imagine it, it's like an invisible cord that is connected to these two things. And when we know how to properly fill our cup in the right way with the right energy practices and the right inner work and the right reconditioning of our subconscious, we create an open well of wealth and abundance and health. And it is through this energetic channel that's connected, connecting the body and the bank that we actually create, if we're not doing things properly, a lot of dysfunction. So there are women who really struggle with um, not being able to create a lot of wealth and they feel like the more they push their business, the more their health suffers. They feel like they put themselves last and they're pushing and making sacrifices and they're not getting where they want to be and that's because they don't have a healed energetic connection of the body in the bank. So this training is coming out and that's what we're going to talk about today on this podcast and I'm so excited for it. But I also want to let you know that just speaking to Ah, speaking to the energy of what's alive right now for me, the fact that I got off of this beautiful um, coaching session, this counseling session with my husband, I want to remind you guys all about the Soul Portal membership masterclass this month. So that releases literally in just two days. So here's what's up, the Soul Portal membership. It's a community where I show up to give you a coaching call every month and a masterclass every single month and a podcast exclusive every single month. And the podcast of the month is literally a Q&A with me and Matt. So all our Soul Portal members in the Facebook community are asking questions that Matt and I get to live stream and answer for the Soul Portal community on Wednesday. I'm really excited about that. That's going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern, live streamed in the Soul Portal membership Facebook group. And then on Thursday this week, the Soul Portal Masterclass training gets released in the Course Portal. And so this masterclass is called, you can probably guess, But He's Not Spiritual. And this is the masterclass that is going to teach you how to come into right relationship with your partner, knowing that you guys are on two different paths. So if you're somebody who's deeply spiritual and you feel like your partner doesn't get it, you feel like you're growing and you're outgrowing your partner or you're fearful of that or you don't know how to really bring your partner along in the way that you truly want to so that you're growing and deepening. I'm kind of an expert on this topic. Let's be real. I got so much juicy training to offer you guys on this study and that will be in that masterclass for Soul Portal members only. So if you want to get access to that masterclass, the live podcast recording, ask personal questions that get actually answered in real time in that live stream that is recorded for all of our community members and a coaching call and get access to that style of uh, support every single month, come join the Soul Portal membership. It's literally less than a dollar a day and you get your first month free. Laurenoflove.com slash VIP. That's where to go check it out. Now, about today, we're going to have a beautiful, juicy conversation about the body and the bank. I cannot wait. I am so excited. Sit back, relax, enjoy this episode. And for more information about the program Body and Bank, you can go to laurenoflove.com slash bank. <laughs> okay, here we go. Enjoy today's episode, guys. I love you so much. 
And if you like this episode, if you jam out with the content here, if you're really resonating with the narrative, please take a screenshot, share on Instagram, and tag me at Lauren of the Love. And leaving reviews is the best way of telling me that you're here and you love it and you're ready for more. So if you have some time, please do so. And of course, I'll see you on the other side. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for eight years, and it took me a really long time to realize that my ability to create success was directly connected to my ability to take care of myself. It's pretty crazy to think about how so many of us as entrepreneurs believe that the harder we work, the more money we will make, the more we sacrifice, the closer we can be to our success, and that any of our time freedom spent relaxing is something that we should feel guilty about. So if you've been navigating any of those feelings, I wanna tell you right now that the most important thing you can do in healing your relationship with your bank account and your body is studying the wounds and the traumas and healing those things that live around your relationship to your body and your bank account. That's why I created my new beautiful DIY program called Body and Bank. It is the in-depth study of how to heal the energetic connection between your body and your bank account. See, if you're like me, you may be finding right now that your journey of creating success is conflicting with your ability to feel mentally well or peaceful or grounded. Maybe you're not taking time to care for yourself like you used to. Maybe going to the gym or making cooked delicious healthy foods feels like it's stretching you away from the time you should be spending working. Now, if you are like me, you're going to create a lot of health challenges with that belief system, and it's going to actually hold you back from creating the wealth that you really deserve. There is an energy connection between your body and your bank account, and when you learn how to heal that, you open up the doorways to wealth, abundance, and freedom beyond your wildest dreams. Trust me, as an eight-year expert of entrepreneurship, this is the game changer. In my new program, Body and Bank, you will explore and study how to come into right relationship with both your body and your business, how to identify and heal the ancestral wounds around money, work, and personal freedom. We talk about healing the masculine and feminine energies that live around our business, and how to heal money, business, worthiness, anxiety, and all of the triggers that come up as we are entrepreneurs. In this program, Body and Bank, I teach you not just how to open the doorway to wealth through your relationship with your body, but how to heal the old stories that have been holding you back, keeping you stuck, and maybe even making you sick. I remember for me, when I was an entrepreneur, I was gaining so much weight in those early days because I wasn't putting my health first. And with this understanding of the body and bank connection, I've been able to not just heal my physical body, but create even more wealth than I ever imagined possible. So if you'd like to jump on that train, the Body and Bank program is a DIY study. You get instant access the minute you join. It is a three and a half hour training complete with slides and a journal workbook and an audio only version so you can listen as you go. And the best part of this program, honestly, the results. Go to laurenoflove.com slash bank to see the details and join now. I have made this decision to record a podcast episode for you guys about the connection that we have 
between our bodies and our bank accounts because for so long in my life I felt like these two parts of my world were very conflicting like if I was going to work really hard I had to feel a lot of anxiety in my body and if I was going to push myself to achieve outcomes I had to do that in a state of exhaustion in my body and if I felt like I needed to create success or abundance or freedom in my life I had to be able to do that in a way that disrespected my body. Now I know that sounds crazy because nobody actually really wants to disrespect their bodies, but the truth is I had never seen, witnessed, experienced, or been exposed to a healthy example of success. And that's really where I wanna start today. I'm gonna pull up a, a little bit of a table here to prop up my phone because I'm going to record a little video while we deep dive into this conversation. My team asked me so we can start sharing some things, but that is where we're going to start today in the hard truth that so few of us have actually been invited into examples of what healthy, aligned, co-creative balanced success really is we haven't seen it we just haven't seen it you know i'll give you a little bit of background for me i before i discovered the connection of the body and the bank i grew up um, with this conditioning that really showed up in my own entrepreneur journey which was sacrifice your health and work so hard that you nearly want to die to create the outcomes that you really want in your life and while that may seem like a very exaggerated statement, the truth is that on a DNA ancestral generational trauma level, that was very, very true. My mom's father, who owned a business, came right off the boat of Italy, had nothing, built a business. Um, he died of a heart attack in the house when my mom was 16 because he worked so, so hard. And my dad's father had like quadruple bypass surgery when my little sister was born and he was quite young, you know, in his 60s. So this pattern of I have to sacrifice my health to create the freedom that I really want is a, an ancestral pattern that I think a lot of us really carry. And I certainly carried it in my generational history, my ancestral line and it showed up for me subconsciously in the beginning in very little subtle ways and i'm sure many of you guys can relate to this where you know you're growing a business and you don't take the time to cook yourself a nice meal or you work overtime and instead of decompressing in a healthy way you open up a bottle of wine and eat chips and have ice cream and binge netflix and then you wake up and you start your day all over again a lot of us are pushing us, are pushing our bodies and pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zones, but in a way that is of the shadow. Like I think it's very important to stretch and grow and expand and to push ourselves beyond our limits as we grow and evolve. But we have to do that in a way that is of right relationship to ourselves. And a lot of us have this expectation that says success and achievement is the most important thing and everything else is secondary. 
even if we logically don't believe that, our nervous systems and our bodies perform that way. And then we wonder why we have physical symptoms of illness. We wonder why our marriages are suffering. We wonder why we have anxiety running through our bodies or why we can't sleep or why we have skin issues or joint pain. And all of this is the manifestation of a wounded body and bank connection. Now, I first discovered my connection of the body and the bank energy fields when I was going through the deep, dark depths of my own chronic illness. So I want to share a little bit of my background on this topic so that you can feel safe to expand and explore and deepen in your own way of coming into better relationship with your body and your bank account and your achievement and your success and your happiness. So I grew up in an environment where I was the first child to, um, of both sides of the family, be born. So there was a lot of pressure on me. I was the first one who was going to go to college. I was the first one that was going to walk and get put in school system. And I was the one who was going to get the career that was established and I get married. I had a lot of pressure on me to like be the first. Right? And I always thought it was very important to be the first. And this really showed up and created a lot of tension for me um, when I was growing and achieving because whenever there was somebody who was achieving a little bit faster than me and having bigger milestones than me quicker, I would get into this fear of like, I'm going to be left behind. I'm not going to be safe. I, I need to keep going to achieve at a faster pace because it's really important to be ahead of everybody else. That was how I identified myself and that was how I received love and acceptance and praise and recognition from my family. And when I was growing up, I was one of three. And so as the oldest child who was really self-sufficient, I noticed that the only way I would really get attention from my family is if I did something really big to achieve and if I did something really big to need help or get sick or get in trouble and so I kind of conditioned myself into understanding this world of extremes of like you can either be really sick and really struggling and get a lot of love and attention that way or you can be really successful and achieve really really big things and get recognized in that way and this was again another layer of foundation of truth that became how I operated in my adult world as I grew up. I believed that hard work and achievement and reaching milestones was the way that I was going to receive love and praise and acceptance from people around me. So as I started my regular corporate career, I was the person who would always work extra hours and say yes to everything because I felt like if I did that, I would get the good girl sticker and the raise and the promotion and break the glass ceiling and just continue to, you know, excel, excel, excel. So I worked holidays. I worked late. I worked weekends. I worked overtime. I worked other people's shifts when they didn't want those shifts. And I kept saying yes to everything. And what's really interesting, like when I when I look back on this path, right, is that this was one of the other experiences that supported my belief system for this works, right? So I wasn't eating properly. I was like starving my body, smoking cigarettes, 
drinking lots of alcohol because my nervous system was so deregulated because when I was exhausted, I was pushing myself to work more. And when I was hungry and needed a rest, I didn't know how to rest. So I would just shut my body off with alcohol and go to sleep, right? So what's what's hard about situations like this, and a lot of us have them, is that we do have memories in our timeline where we performed a certain way and it worked to an extent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I did. I got promoted. I, I excelled. I went to the next spot and the next spot and the next spot. But what I realized, hmm, that didn't really make me happy. You know, like I th- I thought that those achievements would be the the golden ticket to being able to say like, wow, Lauren, I'm so proud of you to myself, you know, to be able to give myself that recognition and that acceptance. I, I didn't feel that self-worthiness that I thought I would be able to feel on the other side of all of those achievements, but I did achieve those things, right? So what I learned here and what I was teaching myself in an unhealthy way was that um, the harder I work, the, the more success I create. And I knew this to be true from everything that I experienced growing up was that the harder I work, the more attention I'll get, the more recognition I'll receive, the more praise I will, will be able to feel in my heart and then I'll feel worthy. Then I'll feel good enough. And so moving on beyond that, when I went into my entrepreneur world, I went into this path like most people who are entrepreneurs, I went in realizing that Being put into a box in corporate life was not what I wanted. And I realized that being unable to fully express myself and to be my fullest self was not a life I really desired. You know, in corporate life, I had to dress a certain way and be professional and not let people see the fullest of me. And so I I knew that I wanted this aspect of my belief systems to die. I wanted to be free. I wanted to be liberated. I wanted to be my own person, you know. And I had a story to tell and I had a message to share and I was going to take this big leap. But a lot of entrepreneurs, when we walk away from like the control and the patriarchal conditioning and the nine to five and the hustle and the grind, you know, we think that, okay, now I'm out of this container and now I can go over here and build my own thing And I'm not going to have any of those issues, right? But like you still are the same person carrying the same experiences and the unintegrated traumas and the ancestral wounds and the, the, um, the wrong, um, self, the, the not self-serving conditioning, right? And so you are the person in the corporate environment. You are the person in the entrepreneur path. And you are the one that's going to create the reality that those things operate in. So It doesn't matter where you are, you are the one there. And if you are carrying these things that are just not serving you, they're going to manifest into whatever world you're operating in. So in my corporate life, before I knew about this connection of my body and my bank, I thought that my body and my bank were separate because I thought my body just got in the way of everything I wanted, right? When my body was tired, it was my body's fault that I wasn't creating more success because I could work harder if my body wasn't tired, right? Or if my body was thinner or more toned or more sexy, then maybe I could get more Instagram followers or I would feel more confident taking photos of me and, and then I would have a bigger income and a bigger audience, right? And so I really felt like my body and my bank account 
aka my success or my achievement, um, were two conflicting entities. And what I realized, this, this story actually was so false. Um, that story itself was making me sick. But the truth was that the body and the bank want to work in harmony. They want to be really connected. So so how does this show up? When we believe that we are at war with ourselves, like if you've grown up in an environment where like having love was hard, like you couldn't receive a lot of love from your parents or you didn't have your needs properly met or uh, maybe you felt like you had to work extra hard compared to everybody else to get what you wanted or you were like me where like, you worked hard to receive love, like you had to show up and achieve things and do things, right? If that's the case for how you've you've been, you've been showing up in a distorted paradigm and that distortion can start to manifest when you're an entrepreneur because one of the things I talk about in Body and Bank and a lot of my other programs is that whatever you're birthing in terms of your career or your purpose or your life path, your mission in this world, it's going to be a healer for you and it's going to show you all of the patterns that you maybe have been avoiding within yourself. It's going to illuminate the stories you tell yourself about not being good enough or um, not being smart enough or not being pretty enough or it's going to illuminate your traumas of not feeling safe or supported or not trusting your inner voice. And that is coming up because your business and your purpose and your career and your soul's path want you to be healed, to be able to make the biggest impact in the world. So it's a shadow medicine. It's illuminating this to you. It's saying, hey, did you, hey, what about this? Look at this. Did you look at this? Don't forget this, right? It's always, the universe is always bringing those things up because your your healing and, and and your healing is a priority. So for me, when I started my entrepreneur path, a lot of the things that presented themselves were of the traumas of my ancestral line and they were of the traumas of my childhood and they were of the traumas of my corporate life. So I would work at my desk 10 hours a day and when I was done, I would try to work 12 or 14 and then I would go to sleep, wake up, pour myself a big cup of coffee and start all over again. And I would do that pattern, just repeat over and over. Work became my number one priority. And that in and of itself was a reflection of my own worthiness, not feeling whole and complete unless I was defined by what I did, right? What you do does not define who you are, but I thought it did for so long. And so again, just the push and the force and the exhaustion. And when my body was tired, Rather than listening to my body, I would cut it off and ignore it and make more coffee and eat more um, processed foods to just like get a quick jolt. And I was doing this on repeat. It was hard. It was hard. It took such a toll on my body. And and what happened, you know, for, for me is that during those states, I would go into kind of like this peak tweaked out energy where I was almost like working so hard that I was like exhausted and high like at the same time you know I'm sure many of you guys have been there where you get kind of cracked out and so um, I would get out of work and I'd be so tired but like didn't know how to wind down my body and so I would drink and I would eat a lot and so then I could just like okay you know like numbing out 
And so this cycle of abusing my body because I was trying to work harder because I believed that the harder I worked, the more money I could make was creating a destructive and abusive pattern between my bank account and my physical vessel. And these two entities that actually want to work in harmony started to feel more and more at fight with one another. I wanted an outcome outside of myself. I believed that my body, my physical vessel, me, was getting in the way of the outcome that I wanted. I didn't know that these two things actually were desiring to work in partnership and that by allowing my body in the bank to work in partnership together, I could in fact create more wealth and abundance. But it didn't, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I learn a little bit slow. <laughs> I have to learn things the hard way. I'm a 6'2 projector and by my human design, I like to experiment and learn everything by experimenting. So I have to learn stuff the hard way. And I worked myself to the bone, man. I had the highest levels of anxiety I I could ever, even now just thinking about it, puts a knot in my stomach. I can't, I can't even imagine the fact that I lived that way and had to hold that energy every day. And I was depressed and unfulfilled because nothing I ever did was good enough. And my body was hurting and suffering. I had so many joint pains and so much tension in my vessel. And I was feeling ill all the time and stressed all the time. Oh my God, it was just the worst. It was just the worst. But what's important about all of this is that not only was my body really having a difficult time, but making money felt really, really challenging. Like it felt like pulling teeth. Like I had to force my outcomes and push my outcomes and and make everything and appear to be this thing that I had to be to manage my performance and make stuff go the way that I wanted it to be. It was all control. Right, It was all control. My generational trauma around the body and bank connection came to a surface when I manifested chronic illness about three, four years ago, right? And I was diagnosed with a slew of different Lyme disease issues coupled with heavy metal poisoning, Epstein-Barr, adrenal fatigue, and gut issues. I mean, it was like just everything, Hashimoto's. I, I was a mess. And I was a mess because I had not been living with the support of the body and bank connection. So my life, again, business is my healer. Business is my teacher. I was given this beautiful gift to actually look at the the stories that I had been holding on to and to challenge myself to rewrite them. And I remember that at one point in my chronic illness journey, I was so sick and I had been really pushing and working like eight hour days consistently with no breaks and very little support. I was a, how do you put this? I was a control freak. So every, even if I had a team and I had a big team at the time, um, I had to micromanage everything because nobody could do it right. I was the one that had to do everything the right way. So, um, I laugh about it now because it was just like so, now I'm like so blessed. I have surrendered, I have trust, and I have a beautiful team that supports me. But it took this learning process and this journey um, to get there. And, and back then, I was working so much 
and doing all of the things that I really didn't have to do because I was scared of giving up control. And my bank accounts were extremely stressful. Like looking at my bank just gave me the world of anxiety. Oh my gosh, I was playing at such a high level. Our expenses were so high. I was so to the max stressed at capacity and my body was deteriorating. I had gained so much weight. I was losing my ability to walk. I was unable to drive because my vision was so bad. And I was just going through this really, really difficult process. And I remember this moment where I was climbing this flight of stairs and I was having such a hard time. I was carrying grocery bags up to this apartment that I had rented in Sedona where I was doing my healing. And I fell to the floor of the stairs because I was so weak I couldn't stand and climb them and I needed a break in between. And I just remembered feeling like I have to get upstairs because now I have to put on a strong face to coach, but I can't even hold this together right now. And it was just this really stark reality contrast of like, you're trying to be there for everybody else and do all of these things as a leader, and yet you can't even hold yourself. Like, this is not in alignment. This is so far off of what freedom is supposed to look like. And everybody wants entrepreneurship for freedom, right? It's like, I want to be free. I want freedom, freedom. But like, I was trapped. I was I was trapped in, a, in an environment where like, I couldn't give myself permission to rest or uh, to care for myself. And, and nothing I ever did was ever good enough. And there were more goals and more milestones and more achievements. And so in this moment on the stairs sitting there holding these grocery bags trying to get up to the apartment so i could go on a coaching call to pretend that i was actually you know normal and like my world wasn't falling apart i had this thought of like this is clearly what not what freedom is supposed to look like and if i can get to the other side of this and rebuild myself and rebuild my body and rebuild my business, I will never do it this way again. Like I heard the message from the universe loud and clear for the first time and realized I will never again build this reality where I have to choose between my own physical, mental, and emotional health and a bank account that feels balanced and stable and healthy. And so this was like, this was the peak moment of discovery for me because when you are on a healing journey of anything and you have that moment where you like, you let go of the story that you've been playing out for the longest time, having absolutely no idea what the new story is going to be, you're just like, I'm done with this. I'm burning it down. I'm not living this way. I'm not settling for this. That moment of clearing that you are offering yourself opens the doorway to the real truth that you want to receive and it takes so much courage to be able to say i'm going to abandon this and i have no idea that there's even anything else outside of this like i know that sounds crazy because it's just a belief system but at the time the idea of not working myself to the bone to build success and the idea that i could have more success than i've ever had at that moment by working less and by taking care of myself and saying no to things and not pushing so hard and not forcing, that was wild to me. I mean, everyone talks about 
success is sacrifice and success is push and force and drive and never give up and keep hustling right and we hear this energy and we're we're programmed into this belief system all the freaking time all the time and you hear these success stories from people i had to work so hard I had to give up this and that and I took all these big leaps and I basically like, hi, I deregulated my nervous system and created all this trauma, but now I'm a millionaire. Hi. Like, I don't, I, I didn't want that. And I really do believe that we live in a reality where there are infinite possibilities and timelines. And so I just simply decided in that moment that even though it felt really impossible that there was some other belief system that could be truth, I was going to abandon this belief system to go find it. And so that was when everything started to move in my life, where I dissolved the business babe business that I was building at the time. I lived off of the revenue that I had supported myself on for about a year to continue to study my healing and decide, you know, who do I want to be and what do I want to create in the world and what actually is a value for me to offer as my legacy in this lifetime? Like what what do I want to stand for? And I realized it was all of this spiritual healing and all of these inner work modalities that had transformed my life that I was going to carry out into the world. I did that because I put my body first. I said that my health and my wellness were more important than a dollar in the bank account. And because I put that boundary up, the universe rewarded me with the ideas that were an energetic match of that worthiness. When I started to treat myself with that love and respect, the universe rewarded me with the ideas that would thrive my body and thrive my bank account. And this is like point number one, okay? Like you, you got to have standards for yourself and how you treat yourself and how you make space for your dreams is by making space for your own worthiness to say like, I don't want to burn myself out and kill myself to create something in my bank account. I'm sorry, that's not important to me. What's important to me is I live a life of integrity and that I live a life of alignment and that I get to celebrate and be myself every day and that I get to have fun doing what I'm doing and that I get to enjoy my work and play in my process of purpose. When you come into right relationship with your body to say that your personal needs are a priority, you then create a possibility of birthing something that matches those standards in your relationships and in your career. So I started to do this. And where I am today, I just want to share a little bit of this background for you. Where I am today is somebody who, I, where am I? I am here in Connecticut recording this podcast. <laughs> but really truthfully, you know, if I look at how I've been able to arrive and sink into this place, I don't stress out about my bank account anymore. I don't, so I don't stress out about sales in my business. I don't stress out about the dollars or the revenue or what milestones I'm hitting or not hitting. They mean really nothing to me except that I'm grateful for them every time they arrive, right? I am here in priority and in pursuit of like what energetically matches my, my body. How do I want to feel on a regular basis? And what am I going to create that's a match for that? And so this starts at the simplest level of like looking at your lifestyle and saying, okay, my body, just as an example, like 
this changes season to season, but right now my body really wants a lot of peace. And because my body wants peace, I've designed a business that has a structure in place that feels peaceful to me. And yes, there's expansive things and projects and all of this stuff, but it feels peaceful because it's organized. And that extends beyond just the structure of my business, but it also speaks to the structure of my life. I want my body to feel at peace, so I've created an environment in my world, like my lifestyle is peaceful. I wake up, I stretch, I read, I journal, I go to the gym, I come home, make a cup of tea, and I start my day. And that's how I operate every single day. I am not perfect. I have days and parts of my my hormonal cycle where I, you know, I don't really follow that flow and I tend in different ways to myself, but my body and my heart come first. And part of this journey of being able to sink into this perspective, not only has this allowed me to have a bigger capacity to hold when I'm facilitating for a client, but it's also allowed me a bigger capacity to hold more people right and so it's like when you start to fill and care for your cup and you're doing that more and more frequently your capacity to hold the world is becomes greater and more immense because you're holding yourself and so there were some things that i had to do to be able to stand here today and say hey i am somebody who has a really healthy body i have energy vitality i have no stress or anxiety running through my body. I have no depression running through my body. I feel very grounded. I feel very present. I feel very in my heart space. I'm not operating by my ego or my fear. And I also have a world where I put myself first, right? I have a lot of time to myself. I practice a lot of self-care rituals. I make sure I put things on my schedule that I enjoy. And in addition to that, I have a very successful business. To get to that place where all three of those things were in right relationship, I needed to heal the connection of energy between my body and my bank account. And here are some ways that we do that. So number one, we need to look at our ancestral lineage. Okay, Just like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, we all have trauma wounds that have been carried from our mothers and our fathers about work, about success, about career, about money about family and and what that means in the dynamic of impact and purpose and and success. So we have a responsibility as healers for our family line to really look at what our mothers and our fathers and our grandparents have carried and passed down to us and to challenge that and say, is this actually a belief system that I want to and choose to embody? Because you have choice. Right. And so we need to sit with, okay, my grandfather taught me that I need to work hard to be successful because that's the most important thing. Is that true? Right. Is that really actually true? You know, my my grandmother told me that I need to do X, Y and Z. Is that true? And my mom told me, my dad told me we need to challenge these belief systems. We need to be really aware of the truth that these things are not ours if we don't want them to be and we can let them go so that's the first thing the second thing we need to work on is our relationship to the energies of masculine and feminine frequency so the energies of masculine and feminine frequency both exist within the body and the bank and therefore in the connection between these two 
and we want to get our body and our bank account to both work in harmony where the better my body feels, the more I'm financially rewarded, the more I'm financially rewarded, the better my body feels, right? This is harmony and synergy with these two parts of our life and and this is how I've been able to get to where I am today. And so the feminine and energy frequencies, the feminine energy frequencies and the masculine frequencies that operate these parts of our life need to be reflected upon, cleaned and cleared. So for a lot of us, just as an example, a lot of us have a very feminine relationship with bank where we are just like, I want to feel good. I want to go to the store. Like if I asked you why you want money, right? There might be a part of you that says, well, I want to feel really secure, right? That's a very masculine response. I want to feel very secure. I want to feel very safe. Beautiful. But when I ask you what money's for, you would tell me all these feminine things. You'd be like, yeah, like I want to just go on adventures with my family and I want to buy this home decor for my house and dress it up and I want to be able to, you know, take myself to a nice lavish dinner, buy myself a nice dress or, you know, go to that retreat to experience something. The feminine is all about being, right? And so we want this outcome in our bank and in our career for a masculine reason and a feminine reason. And if those aspects of our... um our inner world are dysfunctional like like if you're not creating security for yourself like maybe you've been that type of person who's had fifteen thousand dollars in the bank and spent it all because you didn't know how to hold it because it made you uncomfortable because you didn't know how to feel safe because nobody ever taught you how to feel safe like this is an example of how these wounds affect us and so then you create more money more money more money and then you do it again and then more money and you're just never stable Right? This is a disintegrated energy of safety and it shows up in our bodies where we don't feel grounded, we don't feel safe, we don't feel protected, we don't feel clear, we don't feel sound, we feel um, we were, you know, un- we're just all over the place. <laughs> we're not settled in our truth. So yeah, we got to heal these things. And uh, if you're curious, Body and Bank, that online program that we just released this month, such a good study for this. I highly suggest it. It's $33 and it's we're covering all these things. In fact, what I want to do now, because I'm feeling inspired, I want to just walk you guys through the list of these things that this program offers and what it has allowed me to heal so that as we're having this conversation, you can know that each of these things is covered in the Body and Bank program, but I'm also teaching you, okay? So Another aspect of this, of healing the masculine and feminine wounds, is healing the mother and father trauma that we carry. So a lot of us, we have this relationship with our businesses that's very wounded from the mother. And what I mean by that is that our moms especially, our fathers too, but our moms carry this victim consciousness energy around work ethics. So like maybe, for example, your mom was like the martyr and she was like, I always have to do everything around here. Nobody helps. Ba, 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 ba. That energy, if you haven't healed that from your mother, is going to manifest in your business where you're taking that on, right? Or maybe you're the person that always has to do more because you're trying to protect, right? This is another example of the mom where the mom, the mother trauma is just like she's not grounded. She's always trying to do something more. And maybe that's affecting you, right? And so these wounds, there's, 
I believe there's seven of them that show up from the mother trauma that healing those wounds allows us to feel more safe and connected in our bodies and allows our bank account to flourish. Because when you're playing out wounds, whether they are from the mother or the father, the masculine or the feminine, or they're generational or ancestral around money or work, personal freedom, the universe doesn't want to reward you for that behavior. And so making money becomes more difficult. It becomes more like you're pulling teeth to get the outcomes you want. And that's what takes more of a toll on our body and makes us feel more exhausted because we're, we're operating with those heavy rocks in our backpack, that trauma that we have not let go of. And when we let go of that, we are free. And then we get rewarded by the universe. So the other part of this too that I had to work on was healing the health triggers related to my business and learning how to transmute those things. A lot of people approach healing their bank account from just focusing on their bank account, but we have to recognize that your health and your vitality are the vessel that allows you to show up in your business. And when you're feeling health triggers consistently, whether that's anxiety patterns, depression patterns, brain fog patterns, burnout patterns, joint pain patterns, fatigue patterns, all of these patterns are here trying to teach you something. That's why they're showing up in a pattern form. So we have to study them. We have to understand where these things come from, why they're here, and what they're trying to teach us. So along my journey in the beginning, whenever I had health triggers, I felt like these things were getting in the way of my freedom and my success and my ability to make more money because my health was literally stopping me. But what I realized was that my health triggers were actually teachers. And if you take the Body and Bank program, you're going to learn not just how to study with those teachers, but how to transmute the energy so that you heal the illness. It's a really, really cool study. And it came up for me for a long time until four years ago when I was finally ready to look at it and went on my, my deep, deep journey of healing my body. Now, if I have a moment where... Um, like just for just as an example, like I had this symptom in my chronic illness where my eyes got very, very blurry and I lost my ability to drive. I don't have that anymore. I've healed that, but I can notice a feeling and sensation within my vision system turn on a little bit whenever I've worked a little bit too long. And the the universe, source, God, and my body, they're all communicating to say, hey, it's time to go rest, right? It's time to to stop looking for the solution and take a minute and just be. And so now I allow my body to communicate with me to teach me where I want to go. At the deepest level of all of this work is the ability to learn how to make money in a different way. And that's just what I want to end this episode on is just by reminding you gently that if the way you've been pushing and forcing and driving and hustling has not been creating the outcomes that you want, it's probably time to gain a different perspective. And I want you to know that as somebody who has been an entrepreneur for eight years, okay, full time, eight years, I am telling you right now that there is another way. You don't have to exhaust yourself. You don't have to burn yourself out. You don't have to put yourself last. Remember that. And maybe this starts right now with choosing some simple practices that you can embody that allow you to put yourself first. Like, 
I'm going to journal every morning or I'm going to stop working at five o'clock or I'm not going to check my phone on the weekends. Maybe there are little things you can do just to put those boundaries in place. In the Body and Bank program, I talk a lot about habits and practices that are sustainable for wealth creation. And just those simple things I mentioned here are great examples of where to get started. We all deserve to create boundaries and to have safe containers around creating healthy bodies and wealth. And the truth is we don't have to choose between those two things. So I want you to carry that medicine for yourself today and just remind your heart that you do not have to choose between your health and your freedom, that you can have a healthy, thriving body and you can have a beautiful, prosperous bank account and that you can live in a reality where the healthier you are, the wealthier you are. So if you want to know more, if you're curious on taking those steps, come check out the Body and Bank program. It is a do-it-yourself course. You get instant access the moment you join. It's $33, which is crazy, and it is a deep dive study on how to thrive in your health and your wealth. I hope this episode was truly helpful for you today. I love you so much, and I hope to see you inside Body and Bank.